My agent called, he said he got some interest in my script I'm glad I didn't tell him that I never finished it I got my cast of characters and outline for the plot I even got a famous classic case of writer's block Get it out of my head Get it out of my head Welcome to On the Page. This is the podcast that answers all of your questions about the craft and business of screenwriting. My name is Pilar Alessandra, and I'm the instructor and script consultant here at On the Page. And joining me back for more is David Bax as podcast producer. Thank you for having me back. You're welcome. Black shirt, orange tie, looking so sharp. I can't tell you. And it's a weekend. It's Saturday. You're not even coming in from work. No, no. You like you like my Halloween colors in in May. I like it. I like it. <laughs> and it's not it's you're not it's not like 120 degrees like it's been. So you're doing okay. You're still no, kind of yeah, cool no. and it's lovely out. Do you have some place better to go after this than than here? Not I would hope. To, I, this is like a, a like a crazy busy day actually okay. for me. I've been uh, you know out and about since like eight running errands. This is um, with the two episodes we're doing today. In my other stuff, I will be recording four different podcast episodes today. What? Um, I also have to uh, run all my usual Saturday errands, and I have to buy all the stuff for um, my girlfriend's having a birthday barbecue tomorrow. Aww. And um, I have all this stuff, and I have to get her presents, and then I am going to a different birthday party tonight, and I'm afraid there's a chance that I might not be home at any point other than to drop off groceries. Jo- so that's why I'm dressed this way at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Joanna Stein is, is our guest today, and Hello. I think that I speak for both of us, Joanna, when I say to David, oh, boo freaking who, right? I know. Yeah, Lord yeah. I. Joanna Stein is a busy uh, comedian, writer, uh, actor, and mother, mm-hmm. and she writes about being a comedian actor, writer, mother. So all we can say is, welcome to our day, David yeah. Bax. That's okay. every day. Every day. Every day. I get up every morning and I what time? go to work. I get up at 6.30 in the morning. Oh, well, that, that is, that is baby time. Okay, what else? Yeah. Uh, I get up, oh, you know, walk my dog, eat breakfast, go to work, which I take public transportation. Does your dog whine to you while you're walking Look. him and <laughs> let, demand let that you go in a different direction and, or and stop I, for treats I, I, or, I go, or I, just ball? I go to work. <laughs> And then I usually have a screening or something to go to, and oh, then I get oh, home. And oh, I have he's to got a screening. Oh. For work. <laughs> Crying. <laughs> screening. Um, and let me say one thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> no one forced either of you to be mothers at any point. I well, have, you, you haven't talked that, to my mother. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Pat and I had to negotiate when we first got married because yeah. I was like, one. He's like, three. I'm like, oh, two. And then uh, there we go. Half. There you go. So, we, yeah. we got him. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah. my girlfriend and I negotiated about two weeks into our relationship and we both said zero, right? Wow. Yeah, zero. Really? <laughs> Good <laughs> for you. I, I have great respect for people who know that that's... That that's their deal. I am a little jealous. That's where all this all this stuff is coming from. Uh, <laughs> were you a zeroer? <laughs> no, you know what? I, I I it wasn't about kids. It was about like an extension of of having f- more fun with this person. I was having fun yes. with like, hey, let's create this thing and have sure. even more fun. But I think that if I <laughs> had party, yeah, if I hadn't yeah. met that 
that person. I don't know. I could have been a zeroer. Wow. I could have. Yeah, yeah. I won't tell my children that. Sure. Hopefully they don't I listen to love. this. Edit, edit. Right. Sure. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm so thrilled. I'm, I'm not, but yeah, yeah I could, I understand that choice. But Definitely. I would, I would, word of advice to anyone who's dating in their twenties, if like, don't do that, it. To, no, to make sure that's something you talk about early. Yeah. Because my previous relationship, part of the reason that it ended, it's that we as we were together for four years and we realized we she very much wanted the mm. marriage and kids thing and I kept pulling further and further away from that. And so that was one thing I went into, you know, when I met my current girlfriend. Uh, that was one thing I knew I wanted to talk about very early on. Good well, she was one of those people that said, oh, but you will. You, will. you don't want him now, but you will. Uh, that, I, I think I, I changed as a person. That. I think at the time that my last girlfriend and I started going out, I I was you know I was twenty one and I thought it was more too of young, a, more of a possibility. I was like, yeah, someday I'll want that. And then I, once I got to be twenty seven, twenty eight, and to the age when back home in Missouri, people already have three kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, I don't I don't know if this is ever going to kick in for me. <laughs> like, and how old are you now? You're I'm thirty now. You're, okay, you're exactly 30. the right. See, I say thirty is when you can start committing. I, I'm I'm offended that you would have a long term girlfriend in your twenties. I don't think you should do that. I, I kind of <laughs> at all. I've I I've forbidden my my girls from getting married before they're thirty years old, yeah. right? Because I, I I have I have. Of course, that means that they'll probably be child brides. But sure. yeah, sure. yeah. Several no, times I, I'm over. with you. I'm with you. Um, and uh, in case anybody was wondering, this is actually a screenwriting podcast. Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> not I did not sign it's, up for it's that. It's a screenwriting podcast. Although you know, a that. little relationship advice can go far, and and you know, it all. All goes back to character. I don't. Absolutely. I'm not really sure how to make that segue, no, but I'm, I'm sure that it does. How about that? Okay, you cool. You just warmed me up. I might take a few layers of clothes off following that conversation. Because, because actually, let's work backwards for a second. Because yeah. actually, Joanna, you were on this this show episode uh, 180 something, 180 something, yeah. and mm-hmm. it is now 290 something. And uh, and at that time, you were still in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You were going to relocate yep. here. Um, we did you were lie. you were you know uh, a busy writer as usual. But since coming back to LA and relocating, you've done a lot of things which we are going to talk about. Yes. But what ties in directly with what we're talking about is um, a web series that you just put out. Yeah. And I yeah. was watching it this morning, cracking up, and so impressed with how it looks. Thank you. It's really polished and clean and Thanks. cool and funny. So tell everybody about that. Well, uh, so the web series is called Life of Mom. It's on Yahoo. It's called Life of Mom. It is a Yahoo series. They, um, I'm producing it through them. But it, this all goes back to uh, these essays that I was writing. I think when I came in last time we were talking, I had just started writing these parenting essays. And I was living in Chicago and wasn't doing any TV or animation writing, which is what I had been doing prior to that. Um, so, yeah, so I, so I was writing these essays, having a ball, uh, but my background is also performing, and I got a wild hair up my rear end to shoot it, to figure out a way to take this essay that I, I had performed it in live storytelling shows, which I love. Now, that's now, like, my favorite form of performing. Like the moth and things yes, like that. Yes, well, I... I love the moth. That's it's storytelling extemporaneous, right? Without notes, I like to write the crap out of something and hone it as best I can. And right now, storytelling with notes—that is like such a—it's become such a popular um, 
form of entertainment, and particularly in Chicago when I was there. It was like every night of the week you could go somewhere and see someplace, people reading. Sometimes they were um, thematic, you know, stories about travel or whatever, or draw, pull a name out of a hat. Or, so, um, so I was doing a lot of those in Chicago. And then I kind of was thinking, well, how can I, how can I kind of marry this to my other experience, which is I love to, you know, act crap, and um, I like to shoot stuff. I, um, a friend of mine who directed some other stuff, some PSAs that uh, my husband and I had produced, um, I called her while I was in Chicago. I said, can you help me figure out how to shoot this? Because I think it could be fun. So she said, yeah. And, uh, I said, I'm, I'm going to come out to L.A. for blah, blah, blah. I don't know what the hell it was, some meeting. So we, <laughs> I came out and we shot it in a day. And actually, when we shot it, it was, let's just try this out. I don't even know if it's going to work. The idea was, let's take this essay, which is a very straight-ahead narrative. You know, this happened. It's it's a very traditional story structure, um, but there's very much a, a voice behind it. So I was like, all right, I will just do it as a first-person narrative, and we'll edit the crap out of it, like uh, so that you're you know cutting from one angle to another, blah blah blah, and very physical. So. She uh, is a martial arts expert, so we shot it at her um, the martial arts studio that she uh, uh, works out at. at. Her name's Suzanne Luna, by the way. She's a genius. But it's just the two of us in this studio. Uh, you know, she's holding the camera. I, I'm taping kind of notes to myself on the stand, on the, <laughs> on the camera tripod. Um, and we did it, and then we edited it, and it actually turned out great. And then we thought, well, let's maybe some animation would be cool in there. So we hired um, a, f uh, a guy, Todd Jacobson, who's a great, great animator. And we, I shouldn't say, we didn't hire him. We were all doing this just kind of for fun and saying, hey, like, you want to try and see what we could do, see if we can make this happen. Um, so we all just kind of did it for fun. <laughs> and then Su Suzanne uh, has a buddy named Danny Weinkoff, who's a musician. He uh, plays bass with uh, They Might Be Giants. And he said, yeah, I'll, I would love to help out. So it was just the four of us kind of going, I don't know. How to, blah, blah, blah. So we made this thing, and it turned out really great. I happened to look like I rolled out of bed in it because we were not intent. Well, that was No, a, you look like Tina Fey in it. Well, that was you, you might have been watching the ones where I brushed my hair. Uh, so anyway, so we made this thing, and it, was, and it turned out really well. And so I then got another hair up my ass. Sorry, up my buttocks. <laughs> um, she looked at me like. Sorry, so you looked so upset. I know I'm wearing a tie, but I'm not that upset. So official and formal. Um, so I started to. It was so much fun to do, and people really responded to it. It was, you know, it it got a lot of what do you call it heat on the internet. Um, so. I started thinking, well, I would like to do some more of these, but it would be really nice to do them and get paid and be able to pay the people working on them because we all put a lot of time into it. So, uh, and I and I and I had been hearing and I continue to hear that that the mom uh, space, the as mom they call market, it, yeah, is, is huge with huge potential, and there's not a lot. You know, there's a lot of how-to right. mom stuff and a lot of really there's some sweet mom stuff, but there's not a lot of comedy mom stuff so I started thinking well yeah maybe someone who will pay who would pay for this I want to be paid and so <laughs> um there was a, there were a lot of meetings and sort of oh, that's interesting that's a terrible deal why no why so uh we ultimately 
through a roundabout um, connection, when we were moving, I was looking for a place to live, and some woman who happened to work at Yahoo, I didn't, we didn't end up taking her place, but she, um, I said, hey, because I'm this kind of person, hey, hey, do you know somebody at Yahoo wants to pay me to make more videos like this one that I'm sending you right now? And she said, actually, I think I, I, think I do know who might be interested. And so, you know, we stumbled our way into Yahoo, Procter & Gamble's, uh, said yes we would like to pay i don't know how much they're paying for it but uh procter and gamble is our sponsor and we've been uh we started shooting them in october and they started running as of january so, We're so still when in- you see the little commercial that comes up right up front the way that you do with any yeah. youtube video or whatever that's that's your sponsor and that's how you're making money yep yep yeah. As, as neat as a pin as that. Now, do you make money, let's say, when people click on no. it? Or is it just um, sort of a, a, a weekly fee that they give you and then they... Not a weekly fee. What, what happened, the, the, what I'm most proud of, of this whole project, um, is, and what was the most difficult part for me, uh, I mean, the producing is 24 episodes. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, initially when we talked about doing this, we Suzanne, my partner, and I said... Uh, I'll do eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do eight of them. Let's ten. And for whatever reason, you know, Yahoo, I, I guess it has to do with, you know, cycles. Mm-hmm. You know, they they were like, well, give us a budget for 24. So we went, okay. And we did a budget for 24. And then when they finally said, yeah, that's great. I went, oh, <laughs> I don't have 20. So the, the writing took, uh, it, the writing was a lot. It took a lot of time. And, but, uh, you know, was, oh, that's, that's one way happen. to get you to produce contests, I'm, right? Yeah. You know, pro- make a, a contractual deal with somebody to pay you for yeah. content. Now you have to write the yes. content. Excellent. Yes. Um, but wait, what was I saying about? Um, uh, oh, we produce. We are the production company. That was that is the part that I am most proud of. That we we there were other. You know, I was saying uh, that we had a few meetings prior to Yahoo, we had meetings with production companies and they, who were the people who would say, yeah, we, we will happily take your show to wherever, films, Yahoo or I guess Hulu or AOL. But their deals were so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, we will, we will, and not, I'm not just talking money-wise, but it would be, you know, you can write them. Um, we can't guarantee you'll be in them. You can't have any control over the content. Um, that's that. And I and I was like, well, we just made this whole thing. You guys like exactly what it is. And honestly, you know, I it was not about doing it for a lot of money. It was about getting paid to do something I really enjoy. I really enjoy performing. I really enjoy writing. I love editing. I was like, why would I do that? Why would I? I'm not doing this f- specifically for the money. So hmm. when they offered these deals, which were which were pretty much, we'll control it and you'll participate to the degree that we decide I said no I'd rather not do it so when Yahoo was interested and said well who's your production company I said well we are we're gonna produce it and not knowing what that entailed and um it entailed a lot of like legal stuff you have to open an LLC and all that stuff and really make sure that you are the production company so that absolutely yeah yeah. doing it yeah we had it was just all all of the uh just a lot of things I didn't know about I'm glad I know now when I I I'm uh, I'm I'm really pleased with the with that process. Congratulations, congratulations! Whew. And it you know it it does it is really good content. It looks Thanks great. A lot. So I would I would tell everybody to go check it out. It's uh, in addition to 
going to Yahoo and the title again is It's Life of Mom on Yahoo. Yahoo's massive, so it can be hard to find it. It's in uh well there's several different spots. You can go to Shine. You can find it on Screen, which is another channel in Yahoo. You can find it on Team Mom, which is another part. Um, I also host it on a site uh, called MotherEft.com. MotherEft. That's maybe the easiest. Yeah, MotherEft.com. And that's that's also your blog, so yeah. so people can click on it and see sort of the the written content around it because Joanna will also co- comment on it. So that's that's a, a great yeah, way to yeah. look at it. Um, now, in addition to this newest adventure, yeah, yeah. Um, you're writing on a Disney show right now, right? Yes, yeah. Tell us about the show. Um, this is just like Sunday dinner at my uncle's. I love it. So what are you doing, <laughs> Joanna? Tell me more. What is that like? Are there benefits? The chicken is absolutely wonderful, by the way. <laughs> um, so I'm writing on a show. It's not out yet. It's, uh, it's a show called Wander Over Yonder. Uh, for the Disney Channel. It's an animated show um, created by Craig McCracken, who um, created the Powerpuff Girls. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's the genius. And uh, Lauren Faust uh, is uh, co-producing the show and running the show. That's his wife. She created My Little Pony. So it's pretty much animation royalty. Oh, I got a bone to pick with her. Oh! We got we got, we got uh, so much My Little Pony crap at home, man. There oh. was, that was, it was like she was on crack yes. when, when she found My Little Pony. Which she? Which one? Uh, actually, Both your actually, I was gonna, it started with Sarah, but Rita, definitely. Wow. And now we've just got a mountain of, of her stuff. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. <laughs> are they still into it or, or they have aged out of it, I guess? You know what? According to both of them, they have, but then secretly, I'll see a pony around. <laughs> <laughs> just like how did this pony get uh, uh, I don't know uh, so yeah I think I think That's there's great. a lot of closet pony stuff going yeah. on still I'm yeah, sorry I interrupted no so anyway so that's uh, that's what I'm doing now it's um, what I love about it it's very it's just beautiful the art is amazing I mean, there's a lot of fantastic animation on TV right now for kids and adults but um, the just aesthetically it is a beautiful show and I have zero artistic talent so for me it is just really exciting to kind of watch this stuff come to life and the the you know the artists I bowed out on the people that we work with are quite amazing uh how did you get the how did you get the gig how many episodes are are you guys gonna do Um, what are the stories like I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk about I mean I I would I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to blow anything okay So, so um how did you get the job was it was it I know people who I've you know like you've worked with well it always is in a way um it was, I got the job, I, I had done some work for Disney, and uh, even when I was in Chicago, I was doing some work, um, some, I, I created a couple of pilots, uh, and I, did I, yeah, and I did some freelance work on a couple of animated shows, um, and so when I moved back, I kind of went, poked my head in the door at Disney and said, I'm moving back, you know, there's anything. And they said, yeah, well, when you are here, let us know. We'd love to have you. And I thought, oh, uh, yeah. everybody says that <laughs> Hollywood is like, yeah, we'd love it. So I came back and I went in and they said, yeah, we really would like to hire you. But, um, you know, you have to meet with the creators and that's it. You, that kind of you have to go through that process. Um, so they had me meet with Craig and Lauren and they had me watch a show and and uh, then they hired me. Yeah. And that it's been great. It's been it's been a pretty cool 
Well, I always ask people (laughs) about the writer's room and things like this because they're always completely different. Is this a collaborative process? Do you take stuff home with you? How does this all work? Both. It's, um, it is. Writer's rooms are so interesting. I was saying to somebody the the other day, another person who's running another show who she just started and she was like, you know, we were just discussing the dynamics and it's, it's, they're so different all the time. It's like dating somebody. Like it really is. It's like dating five other people where you, 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 it's so much a matter of the individual personalities and how they mesh. Um, and let me tell you, when you date five people at one time, very, very confusing. It's hard to organize. Oh you need, God. you know, Physically, maybe a table, maybe yeah. like a spreadsheet. You throw out your back so easily it's, yeah. five people. Yeah. Um, sorry, what was the question? I just, the writer's room. Um, oh, so we do work in a writer's room. We, we, broke, we break stories. We would meet uh, once a week, break a story, um, and then we're assigned the stories. So we're assigned to write the stories. And so you kind of, you you take a broken story and then, you know, shepherd it to script. Breaking story. Now, any insight on how to do that based on sort of what you're learning in this room? You know, mm. is, is there a way in, first of all, like, okay, we're going to do a story about, do you start with theme? Do you start with character? Do you start with adventure? Wow. Um... All of the above, okay. really. Um, it can start with here's a funny, here's an interesting idea for a character. It can start with. Um, I'm trying to think of if, if again. I don't, don't want to say too much. Right, right, right. Um, but uh, I don't. I don't want to blow anything. But um, once once you've decided on the idea, yeah. have you noticed a good way that story develops, and maybe even a bad way? Like like how can a story build? in the correct way in a writer's room versus how can it just like needle scratch? Like you're like, oh no, that was just the I, wrong you know, direction. I, I don't, I would not say there's a wrong way to do it. And that, and that's actually more my, that's my personal philosophy is there, there is no, just start wherever, whatever, whatever kernel is interesting to you, follow that path. There does come a point where you have to be okay with abandoning it. I think that's the more of the thing. I, I would not say there's a, there's a wrong way to do it. I would say there's a there's a you have to recognize the point at which you're squeezing a dry lemon, <laughs> and then be okay with saying let's this is not working because that I, that happens. Do you think do people kind of expand upon story by what ifing like well, oh yeah that's great what if this what if that or do they say I, I, do I, I guess sometimes in a writer's room like my imagination of it is sort of people piling on top of each other with with story elements. It can be yeah you know we have a show creator with a very strong aesthetic and a very strong voice. So it's, you know, it's, it's not, this is not written by committee. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we, there's a t- constantly pitching ideas for jokes, story directions, but ultimately it's what is he responding to? Because it's his show and he's, you know, he's very much the, he is the voice of the show. So there's a freedom in that for mm-hmm. me because we can, you know, all, we're there to serve, to sort of serve his brain. Um, and, uh, I, I kind of like that. So we can, I think it's really important in a writer's room to have that, uh, to feel that freedom to be, to be able to say anything because you want to be able because you don't know what kind of ideas are going to spark. Right. And if you're afraid of saying something stupid, then you may never say yeah, anything. If you're afraid of being wrong, that's what you can't be. You got to be, you, cause you're not sure. And you also don't know, this is something that happens all the time is, uh, you know, you say something that's not the right idea, but someone else will go, oh, yeah. Maybe instead of zigging like you're suggesting, we'll, we'll zig uh, into a zag. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, it is interesting. Uh, what, I, what I find interesting about the room is um, 
personality dynamics because you don't want the same people. You don't want you don't want you know five of me in a room. You don't want. But at the same time, there are you know there are sometimes you have a just a, a personality or or I have been the personality in a room where I didn't fit and I was like I do not I know I'm not fitting in this room right now and I can't I I, I just can feel it's like being at a party where you feel like you don't belong you know it's, yeah and, and that's what I'm saying it's the it's the um I, I think it's creating a writer's room that is the art it's mm-hmm. not so much like oh I gotta figure out ideally in a good room that's that's what you're doing when you're creating the right room is you're is you're creating you know the right dynamic of people and this person will bring an interesting you know here's this is a person who's great at pitching jokes and there's a person who's great at story and there's a you know a person who 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 really uh rides theme Mm -hmm. you know stuff like that which which person are you well i brought strawberries the other day so (laughs) i'm craft services (laughs) um so now you've you've been in the animation world for a while. Mm. You know I've known you forever, and uh, <laughs> and and got the pleasure of reading some of your live action stuff too, like the live action pilot that you were creating at the time. So are you um, sort of happy to go back back and forth between the worlds, or do you think you found a home in animation, or do you think that you might have a feature that you're developing as um, well? I you know I uh, that's it. I don't know. I I like doing all of it. Like I. I think I, I, I the last time we, we talked and we were I, we kind of touched on this and that I don't you know I, I I am a writer I I write I should say I don't think of myself as a writer I just I like to create funny crap so uh, right now this is the funny I won't call it crap this is the funny thing that I'm working on um, so I not specific I don't have a a screenplay at the moment that I'm burning to get out that's mm-hmm. not kind of my thing I, I i i'm also uh you know pragmatic mm-hmm. so i love to work on things that are just for fun but i i have a kid and yeah, a for a second when you said preg i was like oh pregnant you know like i thought <laughs> I, oh and preg. no yeah. i'm not i'm not preg <laughs> how old is sadie now she's six six years yeah. old oh my gosh yeah, Wow. But you know, that's a good age because then they start, you know, being able to punch up. That, yeah. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. Yes, right. Although I do, I do pay my 12 year old now to um, make lists for me. Like whenever oh. I come back from a conference, I've like, here are the emails, create the list for me. I, I give her oh five bucks a list stuff. Yeah. It's good. It's hilarious. It's having a little administrative assistant that's at home. Awesome. So yeah, that will happen. Yeah. But I was going to say, make themselves a sandwich. Like at oh. six, they can start doing their own stuff a little bit Yeah, yeah. and you can, actually breathe a yeah little. well she actually so uh, so one other thing that i have going on i'm i'm leading into the next uh conversation point is okay. i the i sold a book so i'm i'm working that's on a right. book how that's why i'm not that's and why i'm not running you sold a book like do you know how many how many people like have conversations like and I sold a book. Like, it's, it's usually like, I sold a book. That's my whole life. But it's like, yeah, I'm working on a Disney show. I got this really, you know, successful it's, web series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sold a book. What I was going to say about Sadie is that she wants to design the cover. Oh. So she's very, you know, we talk about, she's always asking, what are you working on? And what's great? What story did you write? And will you tell me the one? So uh, right now her focus is designing the cover for the book. So so if it's not ready, you could like throw it back and be like, do it again. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Bolter colors. Yeah. Stronger outline. Again, you've got no talent, kid. 
<laughs> Useless. Uh, can I ask a question? Yeah, yeah. If you tell your six-year-old daughter the story that you were writing on uh, on, on, on Wander over yonder... She has to sign a confidentiality. Are you breaking your NDA? Well, early on, I actually think I think it, I, it's fine to talk about because I, I just don't know how much sure. I can talk about because yeah. I don't want to be the person who... Excuse me. I, who a swears on your <laughs> podcast and b blows something? So that sounded um, like mucking. So yeah, it's all right. I don't want to muck and do that. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, in the beginning, I did say, "Listen, mommy's working at Disney. Don't blow this <laughs> by throwing stuff around the playground." Uh, we really in the beginning, or you know, like now it's fine. Plus, she's six. Who's gonna believe her? Right. So, right. You could just always... say she, she is an imaginative girl. Yeah. Right. You know, we're having a lying issue at home. And hmm. so, so this book that yeah. that you just got a deal for. Tell tell yes. us about the book. What's it about? What's um, it called? It is. It doesn't have a title yet. Um, it's uh, it is stories. It is essays about being a mom. Excellent. Yeah. So it's you know it it is the I would guess. No, it's not the companion piece to the web series, but it's sort of the next thing. Um, and yeah, it will come out next Mother's Day or you know, in that vicinity. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's been a little, it's been a little busy <laughs> at my house. What's your deadline? October 1st. October 1st. Yeah. Well, you could do what How's I that? did. What'd is, you do? I went upstairs for two weeks. <laughs> oh, really? You know, here I am. I'm writing a book about how to make progress 10 minutes at a time. That's that's my book, The that's Coffee right. Break Screenwriter, right? right? But Great what book, do I do? What do I do? <laughs> yeah. I go and lock myself in a room for two weeks and say, I'll come out when I'm done. You, you know? wrote your book in two weeks? I I. I guess I am admitting that right now. Yeah. Well, it's amazing. I, no, you give me hope. <laughs> I, you know, but also I, I wrote it as though I was sort of lecturing it. I've been yes, lecturing it for years and years and years. So I just basically started writing exactly the way totally. that I teach. Um, but I, I kept thinking there's an irony here, here because I kept putting off writing every single day. And then it was like two weeks before deadline time no. and I locked myself in. I did exactly <laughs> the opposite thing that I am telling everybody else to do. Well, that's your yeah deadlines. But like a good parent, do what I say, not yes. as I do. Thank you. Also, you were very high. <laughs> I, you know, I know you weren't. Um, again, not as I do. Um, that's a Well, what was your, can I ask you this? How much time did you have? Uh, well, you know, it's funny because I had actually, they had said, well, we could, the, the publishing company I work with, Michael Weezy, uh, they do all the writing books and they're, and I think they're used to, to busy people like me. And they were like, well, you could be this deadline and we get it out this time. Or we yeah. get, it could be that deadline. We get it out then. And I was like, what is the earliest this book could come out? And oh. they said, okay, well this. And I said, okay, then I want that deadline. And they Why were like, well, because I knew I would never do it mm. unless I gave myself a really quick deadline. So it wasn't. Like I had that much time, but yeah. I certainly had more than two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but like you yeah. said, it was all it was all in your head. Yes. Did you write from page one to, or did you, you know, was it a very structured, or did you literally, uh, you know, as you would lecture it if you were about to teach this from beginning to end? I did it as I would lecture it, and yeah. and actually, again, because it's been so many years of com compartmentalizing those classes mm. and knowing the the process, it it. It just kind of flowed, so I was wow. lucky. I was lucky, and you know, <laughs> when's your when's your next book? I, you know what? 
If I was going to do a book when? again, <laughs> when I do a book again, um, I think that it wouldn't be a how-to. I think we've got enough of those. Mm-hmm. I think it would be something uh, that would incorporate essays, actually. Nice. That it's. I've always thought about writing something called Life is Not a Script, which is the mm-hmm. idea that every day you do something, and for me, it immediately turns into a movie in my mind. I go, okay, well, the movie choice is this. Yeah. This is actually what's going to happen or what ends up happening. It doesn't become a movie yeah. because you're never that heroic and things are never that <laughs> bad, you know? So I thought it might be cool to get some movie lessons out by talking about, well, if it was a movie, it would go in this direction and this would be how. Oh, neat. What do you think? I like it. All right. Having pitched it on this show, I should, uh, see, I just created a a thing for myself. Now I got to freaking do it. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It also made me think of all of the different, I mean, you could write a, you could write a writing book about here's a story here. Here it is as a movie. Here it is as an essay. Here it is as a Oh, that's a great as idea. As a poem, here it is as a... If I, if I had expertise in all those fields, which yeah, I do not, sure. that would be the, the book that you should write. <laughs> you know, actually, that would be the book that you'd invite. You, you'd, you'd write the movie version and you'd invite 10 other people to... Maybe to, I would do that. Maybe. Because for me, it's always like, um, as, a, as a mom, right, mm. I always hear the warnings about flu. The flu is where it starts. Every year there's some fantastic new flu that comes in and I listen to way too much NPR and there's somebody who's going like, it's just like, it's going to be like the Asian flu, right? It's like somebody says it's going to wipe out thousands if it gets to this point. So I always what if that and I think that is the expert who was just on NPR and nobody's going to believe that expert and he's going to be right and it's so it begins right and and so I go home always freaked out and I I say we have to start you know taking them in for shots and collecting water and and taking large sums of cash out because I know how the disaster movie goes you own a generator don't you I I if I Yeah, I would okay. if I wasn't married to somebody who's a little more sane than I am in sure. this, these circumstances. Okay. So, yeah, I, I just thought, well, why not write about it instead of yeah. make people go through this? Right. <laughs> I didn't know that about you, that you're a, a hyper reactor, maybe? Because of all these freaking scripts. Oh, uh, yeah, It yeah. was bad when I was dating, too, because... I read a lot of romantic comedies, you know, in the 90s, right? They were big. Sure. And so I... I date a guy and I'd say this thing and he'd never say that thing back right. that you're supposed to say in the romantic comedy oh. ever wait that thing that thing you know oh, that thing, thing in the you know or you said or do that thing after we got in the fight that he's supposed to do yeah, you know yeah. nobody ever like monologued me while I was on a fire escape oh god they just walked out and you'd be sitting there waiting right. dramatically yeah crying know, beautifully right yeah. exactly actually and, and didn't cry beautifully either that was part of it oh, oh, that's not that. a lot of that you gotta work on it yeah. I, I no one could cry like I can I were in those years I became so beautiful when crying did you <laughs> really yeah. yeah I forgot I'm now a gargoyle when I cry but back in the day oh because you if do anybody just, like, dared. Like, listening to your just yeah, rolling I knew down how to, your I knew how to do, you just, know oh that's so cool so, yeah impressive <laughs> so so that's David I think what we're saying is go back to <laughs> 90s rom, uh, uh, rom-coms uh-huh. and um, study and when she says this line you're supposed to say those things back Okay. 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 All right. And get your monologue together for after you have the the fight. You had me at hello. Right. That kind of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Could you do that? All right. Excellent. Yeah. Actually, Joanna and I have known each other since we were dating back in the nineties. So you two were dating. We weren't dating each other, but (laughs) I always said the right thing to you. (laughs) 
She did not respond to my crying the way she was supposed to, however. So um, if yes. everybody wants to see everything about Joanna oh. Stein, do they go to Joanna Jo- is it jojostein.com? Yeah, you can get there that way. Johannastein. Yeah, jojostein.com or mothereft.com. I got a Facebook page now. Wow. <laughs> I'm trying to. That's my next big thing is trying to. Do you, you do a lot of the Twitter? You do, right? I, I, I tweet every day. I you can't do. say that I, I'm, I'm a Twitter. I, you know. Do you find it very useful for you either creatively or your business? Uh, I believe that somebody in my field who's offering information should try and offer information every day. Yeah. So if I can do something every day, that that is always good for hopefully for everybody, but but also a little bit for business. Yeah. yeah. I, fi- I find it boggling the whole that whole thing. Um, I just I mean, I find it really interesting. But, uh, you know, I don't at the moment I haven't had a lot of bandwidth to in my brain to sort of chew it up. But um I guess you can find me on the Twitter. <laughs> I mean, I know you can, but yeah. That so that would crap. be at Joanna Stein? Yes. Okay. At Joanna Stein. Yeah. JoJoStein.com. MotherEffing.com. Mother Effed. Not Mother Effing. Mother Effing. That That's be, just rude. That would be coarse. <laughs> right. Mother Effed is hopeful and sweet and <laughs> cheeky. <laughs> so everybody check out whatever Joanna has to offer because you are you know, one of the funniest people I've ever met, oh. but also one of the smartest, you know, oh, and gosh, I think thanks. that if you can follow a smart, funny person, you know, that is one of the, the, the best kind of teachers you could have in that's life. That's why so. I'm here. Yeah. That's, that's why it. I'm here that's talking right. to you. <laughs> lady who wrote a book in two weeks. <laughs> I didn't say that was smart. Listen, I, I didn't say that was the right I thing to so do. I am so impressed with you. <laughs> no, no. What would you do be? if you had three weeks? That so. was supposed to be a lesson in what not to do. Oh, don't right. do that. Okay, you, you emerge from two you weeks. you did the right thing. Yeah, you I mean, emerge from two weeks with a book and everybody hates you. You're, you know, my kids are glaring at me. But, you know, it's like, it's where like have John you been? H- John Hughes wrote uh, uh, Ferris Bueller, apparently, in a weekend. See, but. Yeah, I know okay. this is not what you want. It's not a good don't edit. Uh, that out. Buy the coffee break screenwriter and figure out how not to do that. Yes, there's actually a way not to do that. Yes, <laughs> do as I say, or just hire Pilar to write it. <laughs> um, I want to remind everybody to go to onthepage.tv because there are all kinds of things going on um, this week. When this comes out, I believe uh, you can still be signing up for the Great American Pitch Fest. David, uh, you and I have always been at the Pitch Fest every every year. I'm not going to be there with you. Are La- you going to be? No. Last year, I wasn't there. You weren't? No, you didn't invite me. Oh, no. Maybe. <laughs> no, we didn't podcast from there. Uh, that's why. Yes. But, but you you no, know I'm the not, event I'm um, talking about. Uh, I, I, yes, I know. Okay. So every every year, it's a, it is a fun event. It's over at the Burbank Marriott. Um, they bring in tons of production people for to hear your pitches, but they also have lots of lots of free classes on Saturday. And on Friday night, I'll be teaching a master class. Um, and it will be on pitch prep and it will help you figure out every single question to answer that someone might ask you in a pitching situation. So, and it's a lot of fun too. So Friday night, um, that is, um, May, what's the day before June 1st? Is it May 30th? May 470. May 31st. 31st. <laughs> May 31st. <laughs> okay. I did the knuckle thing. I do that too. Yeah. Just lift your knuckles. That's so cool. 
Okay, so May 31st, uh, check it out. And also the Pitch Fest is June 1st and June 2nd. Um, also, there is a career class that I'm teaching in Chicago and New York with Lee Jessup. Don't miss it. We're going to come in and Lee is going to tell you everything you need to know about getting an agent and moving your script on. And again, I'm going to be uh, rehearsing pitches with you. So uh, check out all those things on onthepage.tv. David, you what's can, going on with you? Um, lots of podcasting. Uh, yeah. Battleship Pretension is my movie podcast. <laughs> um, I also have two TV podcasts, the sporadically updated previously on, and now I do a weekly TV podcast with Paul Goebel called Hey, Watch This with Paul and David. You are, you're with Miss, with King of TV? With the King of TV, yeah. No way, I didn't that's know I that. From, yeah. Oh my gosh. So do, does he have a, do you guys have a theme song that he sings? Because he's also no, uh, a singer. No, a, a listener of his old show wrote uh, a fun little theme song for us. Maybe, maybe I'd get Paul to cover that. But all that can be found at BattleshipPretension.com. You are busy. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I also have a <laughs> day job. That's um, true. And in addition to this podcast, I also write a lot of movie reviews. Those are also at BattleshipPretension.com. So everything is at BattleshipPretension.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at The Pretension. Thanks for being here, David. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Joanna. Thank you so much. So maybe Memorial Day by the pool, we're thinking? Yes. Okay, good, good, good. Everybody out there, thank you for listening, and have a good writing week. Thank you.